Hello, my dear boys, and welcome to Carl No Tom Parker's uh, Christmas special. You see, my boy Elvis is going to be performing for you on Hayden's Entertainment Hour. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, why is Hayden from Hayden's Entertainment Hour asking Tom Parker to put on a show for him? Because nobody loves Christmas more than me and Elvis. Yes, that's right, folks. Elvis loves Christmas. He loves Christmas so much that he cheats on his wife and son, and I sit there in a fat suit and sweat to death. Oh, my dear boy, I love Christmas so much. Nothing could ever stop me from ruining this Christmas special. Wait, wait a minute. Who are you? Who? Get out of here. You're not Elvis. Who are you? You're not Elvis. Mama told me, Mama told me that I could sing, so I sang. What will you sing for me, dear boy? I must sing. Sing for me, Elvis. Sing for me, Elvis. No, 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 stop, stop, no. We cannot do this Christmas stuff, my boy. We have to think bigger. We have to do something rash. We have to do something. We have to perform at a hotel for six plus years until you fucking die of a heart attack on a toilet. That's the only way we can save Christmas, my boy. But Papa. <laughs> Elvis, I'm not your Papa. I've said this five times. But, but Daddy. <laughs> I'm not your daddy either. You're, you're an alien from Mars. I call no Tom Parker. You're right. I'm an alien. You know what? I'm not even called no Tom Parker. I'm Geppetto from Pinocchio. I'm Forrest Gump. I'm just regular old Tom Hanks. So I'm Family Guy gag. <laughs> Lois. <laughs> Hey, Lois, remember the time? Yeah. Remember the time Colonel Tom Parker did an intro? Hey, the babe. <laughs> yeah, it's a me. I'm back. Uh, okay, the let's scrap. Let's let's scrap this fuck. shit. I don't know where we were going with this fucking no intro. <laughs> so, uh, welcome to probably the Christmas edition of Hayden's Entertainment Hour. Technically, ho ho ho. Uh, Danny is back, and so we just got out of seeing Violent Night. But Hayden. You can't say Merry Christmas anymore. There's a war on fucking Christmas. You can't say Merry Christmas anymore. You're Tucker Carlson told me Christmas can't be said anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, um, so me and Danny just got out of seeing the brand new Violent Night movie, and uh, we were like, yeah, we don't we don't really have like a Christmas thing planned mm-hmm. for this, because I'm sure Avatar 2 will be nice to discuss with somebody down the line. Greatest Christmas movie ever. It's the greatest Christmas movie ever, but... Um, you know, we rarely get to talk about Christmas movies that come out in theaters. We technically did... Yeah! Yeah, we've technically only ever done, on Danny's podcast a while back, we did a couple Christmas movies as, like, a special podcast. Yeah, I don't remember what we did. Yeah, I don't remember. It was, like, a Christmas story, Christmas vacation, and the Home Alones, yeah, I think, or something like that. Um, but, like, we've never gotten you're, to try and true do a new Christmas movie. You're forgetting one. What one? Oh, my God, Hayden. Have you forgotten? About which? The most infamous movie of of my career, the one that I've hated the most w- w- that we've seen. Oh, together. you're right. Black Christmas, nineteen seventy seven. Nineteen seventy seven. Nineteen seventy four. No, that uh, fucking twenty nineteen. Yeah. Oh yeah, we did do a podcast on that. Yeah, Ooh. and I gave probably my longest rant on a movie, and then we saw that um that movie about the guy from the Olympic bombing. Yeah. Exactly. 
Uh, that was so forgettable. The guy that invented the Jewel Pod or something like that, Richard Jewel. <laughs> yeah, Richard Jewel. <laughs> Richard Jewel. Um, but yeah, so anyways, the whole purpose of us really doing this is because uh, we rarely get to talk about good Christmas movies that come out, like new Christmas movies and stuff. And what better movie, I guess, to kind of like make a quick podcast on than this brand new Violent Night movie? Mm-hmm. Because the trailers for it kind of sucked. I didn't love the way they were edited. As like, this is either going to be like a great action movie with a shitty trailer or a shitty movie with a shitty trailer. Because I was very 50-50 on this. I like David Harbour a lot. He's a very talented actor, very good in Stranger Things and other roles that he's been in before. He didn't really get a chance to shine much in an action movie because that terrible fucking Hellboy movie came out in 2019 that bombed so hard. And I'm just glad that David Harbour was able to actually make a good Christmas movie here because Violent Night, I will say, I would recommend going out and seeing it because this is this is damn good action yep. movie. I don't know what you thought. It's it's a very good action movie and it's very funny in some parts. Some parts, yeah. It's uh, a lot of people are saying it's like Die Hard, and I definitely get that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I would say definitely go out and see this movie in theaters with people, or I guess if, if or when it comes to streaming, mm-hmm. uh, see it with like a group of friends or family or something, because this is a really good movie it to is. see with people. Yeah. Very, uh, it's done by the people that did John Wick, right? Yeah, not the same director, but the, the same people that worked on those movies. Um, yeah, and I would say it definitely um, shows because of like the action's really good, the direction's pretty good, and the acting, I mean, it's kind of a, it's a comedic, uh, action comedy thing, so I would say it's good for what it is. Yeah, it's good for what it is. Yeah, the, if you want a general plot of it, basically David Herbert's Santa Claus is like bitter because kids are greedy assholes and they just keep demanding everything. Yeah. I would say think like the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. <laughs> uh, think that, but if Santa was a badass, basically, yeah, if, instead if, of a bad father. Yeah, so basically, he's become bitter, and he's thinking about this being his last Christmas because kids are assholes. Meanwhile, there's this Lightstone family that is rich beyond all fucking measure and is throwing a big They're Christmas oil, party. Oil barons or something. Oil barons or something like that. But John Leguizamo shows up one night and is like, "Hey, I'm going to steal three hundred million dollars from your private vault, and nobody can stop me." And so it's up to Santa Claus to save this family's Christmas from being ruined and stop John Leguizamo. So, um. I gotta say right out the gate, like me and Danny were talking about, uh, the action in this is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, uh, I would say the only drawback to the action is, I think some of the, bl- I'm pretty sure some of that blood was CG. Oh, it most definitely was. Yeah. Yeah. Because it had that CG sheen to it, <clears throat> which, it's fine. Yeah. It was, it was a mostly darker movie anyways, so it didn't shine out as bad as some movies where it's like brightly lit yeah. and you can see that it looks like fucking plastic yeah universal's been on like a terror lately with action movies because they had nobody come out last year which oh, yeah. made them a fuck ton of money i mean not a fuck ton of money but i got a fuck ton of streams it when it dropped really popular it was really popular <laughs> though um and then they've kind of been on a train of just like letting these directors make action movies yes. because this is another result of like just give your action people all the control they need because like the stunts in this are impressive like david harbour is he's a bigger guy obviously yeah. and he has a lot of muscle mass but he throws himself around he's getting chucked over shoulders I mean, they do a lot of, like, John Wick-esque stunts in this. Now, a lot of the kills are very more Christmas cheesy, which is kind of what the movie plays into is a cheesier side, obviously, because it's it's a a Christmas movie. It's a a little bit of a campy movie, but it's it's fine. 
because you don't need it to be the super serious action movie. You just want it to be a fun, good time to watch around Christmas time. Yeah. And I definitely think this is going to go into the Christmas rotation. I think me. it will. Yeah, definitely. It, it's it's just such a fun movie to watch that mm-hmm. I don't see why I wouldn't watch it every Christmas. Yeah. Like, the kills in this kind of range from, like, uh, people get bashed with a mallet, a guy gets a star to the eyeball, and then the star is plugged into an eye socket, and he gets electrocuted oh, to death. Uh, a candy cane gets used as a fucking shiv that goes through people's necks and stuff. Like, there's a lot of creative kills like that. And there's one at the ending, which I'll save once we get, like, towards the end of the podcast a little bit, but it had me drop my fucking jaw because it was so creative and I couldn't yeah. even, I couldn't imagine it as soon as it happened. But yeah. um, the kills in this are very good. Like you said, the only drawback might be CGI blood, but it's hidden pretty it, decently. For, for the people that care about that, it's going to be an issue. But for people who are just in it for the fun movie, yeah. it, you're not going to care. It's It looks fine enough and you're going to be too into the action to really give a shit. That's very true. Um, the characters of this, I will say, kind of range from, like, your Hallmark movie characters to kind of, like, out-of-the-box, like, diehard-type villains and stuff. Because, essentially, all I kept thinking about with John Leguizamo's character is, like, oh, he's basically Hans Gruber. <laughs> he's basically Alan Rickman, but, like, kind of John Leguizamo just playing himself in, like, yeah. a more cackling villain role. And he's great in this. And, you yeah. know, that's kind of the thing is, like, I don't understand why John Leguizamo doesn't get more roles like this. Because I just saw him in the menu literally, like, four weeks ago. He's so phenomenal good in yeah. that movie i think he's having a bit of a renaissance honestly he i just, hope so. like he was in uh, john wick he's mm-hmm. uh been doing a lot of movies like i think he was in uh he was in encanto right yeah yep. that was a pretty popular movie yep uh, so he's definitely having a bit of a renaissance and i mean good for him he's deserving of having a bit of a renaissance he's a pretty solid actor i think he just kind of got screwed over by the 90s just not having very good not great success yeah and ice age <laughs> he was an ice age he said said the sloth he was sid you didn't know that i have not seen the ice yeah age he's uh he said the sloth in those he movies he also played luigi in the original super mario bros movie <laughs> relevant commentary <laughs> that is relevant, relevant commentary. commentary um beverly d'angelo's in this too who yeah. just she plays the oil baroness basically she's the uptight asshole grandma of the family she does a great yeah. job i'm sure most of it is from hanging around chevy chase most of her career <laughs> who said that but um those vacation movies did a number yeah, on her the mom and dad of the movie feel like hallmark characters especially the dad the dad's acting he in this looks like he looks like a hallmark movie <laughs> yeah. person and like especially with that like fucking a uh, business guy like winter coat that he yeah. has with the collar and the three fucking buttons. Yeah. Also, like, did you notice he like overly emotes with his oh, face? Yeah. I'm like, that is what every Hallmark he, actor does. He has a very <laughs> expressive face, but he's using it to too much for the yeah, movie. That's the best way of putting um, it. But all of that gets knocked out of the water just because of the fucking great other characters. Yeah. Like all of the bad guys having all these unique fucking characters to them, like. The, the the one that was just like an elf, wasn't that Beans from uh, that fucking Disney Channel show? Oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah I think that definitely that might have fucking, been. It, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was him because it looked just fucking like him. But he was a great character because he was, I guess his character's a psychopath. Yeah. And he was really funny because he just did not give a shit. No, he didn't give a fuck. <laughs> he just slaps whoever the fuck. Yeah. 
Um, I they they do a really good job also because, like you said, leaning into the campiness side, all of the henchmen feel like straight out of Home Alone, basically. Yeah. Because they feel like Harry and Marv wannabes. And there's a great callback scene in this movie to, like, Home Alone, but, like, what if Home Alone was rated R? Yeah. Like, I know we had that Rambo movie that came out, Rambo 5, <laughs> where Rambo turns into Home Alone at the ending, but that fucking sucks in comparison to this, because yeah. this is, like, legitimately, like, what would have happened if Home Alone was rated R, basically. Yeah, like, you... I'm sure everyone's seen that video of the doctor being like, oh, here's what would happen uh, in Home Alone if they actually did get injured. Yeah. This is, like, that put into a movie because there, there's only, like, one Home Alone trap. Uh, yeah. Home Alone-esque, or two, I guess. I guess two, technically, um, yeah. And one of them is an homage to the... Can we go ahead and get into spoilers? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, spoilers. One of them is an homage to the nail scene in which Daniel Stern steps on a nail, which... I genuinely fucking cringe watching that scene yeah, every year. It, oh, it hurts. It, uh, and the the oh my the, the it was fine in Get Out, but it was better in Home Alone. <laughs> like me, not Get Out. Uh, Quiet Place. Yeah, Quiet. Place. Get Out's a great movie. Quiet Place, not so much. <laughs> Get Out, a Christmas story. <laughs> I mean, when this movie started, what did I lean to you and say? You, you said Get Out as soon as the mansion yeah. came into frame. It was because okay, so the husband is a. A white, like, oil, uh, baron mm. family heir, whatever. And the, uh, the wife is a black woman who does not want to be there. Yeah. And at first I was like, it's, it's fucking get out. It's get out. <laughs> but it, 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 it wasn't. Um, what the fuck was I saying? You were talking about the homage to the oh. Home Alone traps. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, the Home Alone. I don't know how I got off on that tangent. Uh, the Home Alone traps. So, yeah, it's an, it's an homage to the nail scene, but gorier. Mm-hmm. Because the I guess he's Russian, uh, um, mob the Russian bad guy. Yeah, it, he goes to climb up the stairs to get to the girl, and he just falls fucking chin first onto the nail, and it's like, oh my god, yeah, that would suck. And then there's another part where he falls backwards onto the nail. Yep, and uh, then there's another part where he's holding a nail up, and a bowling ball hits him in the hand, and right. It goes into his forehead. That's what this movie has. Great fucking gore with an homage to Home Alone. Exactly. It just, like, the they do such a good job, kind of, like, the Christmassy tropes and the other Christmassy movies. Because, yeah. like, there's a line where fucking David Harbour's about to fucking swing his mallet at a bunch of fucking bad guys. He goes, Santa's gonna eat through these guys like a bunch of cookies. I'm like, oh, we're going straight into Die Hard territory. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with cheesy one-liners in a movie like yeah. this. Because they're not trying to be serious. It's just trying to be a fun movie with santa beating the shit out of people yeah which i will say like there there are no like unexpected twists and turns the only unexpected thing is the whole nordic background with santa because yeah they talk about they basically go with the one origin storyline where he was narthic the red where he was just a barbarian that fucking killed until he's like i want to be good (laughs) because there's like so many different stories in different countries about how santa came to be Uh and obviously you got saint nicholas and all that but like it's just so funny that they went with that route with Santa in this because I think that's the only way it works. Like if they were like, oh, you know, he's jolly Chris Kringle. No, that's Father, not working. Father Christmas, Father Saint Chris- Nicholas. Yeah. It's, it, it wouldn't work as good if it uh, without the fucking North guy or North Viking yeah. mythology because him having that power with the sledgehammer mm-hmm. <clears throat> in this movie just I think that's what helps the action get even better because someone fighting people with a sledgehammer is always going to be fucking badass. Yes, it is. Um, the movie, 
I don't know if I, uh, I want to get into John Leguizamo at the ending and everything like that. But yeah, I already said spoilers. I know, technically spoilers. But um, so I want to talk about some gripes though a little bit here too. So there, there are three other family members in this movie. Uh, one is the sister who's just you know sh- straight up just kind of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you have the son who is a influencer, which God was the cringiest part of the movie. You know, I would have stood up and applauded if he just got fucking shot. I, I'm assuming it was intentional cringe. Oh, it, it probably was. Yeah, but because it was trying to show how fucking cringy some of these people can be. And then there's a, a movie actor, and he fucking, he plays the role so well, but like, these three characters... It's, it's, it's a guy just literally playing Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, basically, yeah. Because at the beginning, of when he first gets introduced, he's like, yeah, if I was uh, on the planes on 9-11... There would have been terrorists fall, uh, being uh, skydiving uh, out of the plane. I would have stopped that shit, and I was like, oh, it's it is Mark Wahlberg. Um, these three characters range from like, oh, this is kind of funny to God. They're actually really cringy for me, so there might be one gripe. And then there's a gripe at the ending that we'll get into that we both kind of mutually shared on. because. I'll say I thought it was hokey, but it's not. It doesn't ruin the movie. For yeah, me. Um, but for the most part, like I guess trying to move through this still because we don't want to spoil too much. But at the same time, like we just want you to go see it. Um, yeah. So towards the ending, John Leguizamo gets in a fight with Santa Claus, and I should say John Leguizamo's ho- like villain character is because basically like he came from a family upbringing where like his dad got booed and they couldn't afford presents anymore, and then he started to get jealous of his neighbors and greedy and shit, and he went to try and like rob them, and then he may or may not have killed the old man that. Uh, lived in the house that he robbed um and it just led him down this path to hate fucking christmas and you know be mad that santa never came and gave him gifts and so like at the ending when he realizes oh my god it's the real fucking santa he's like i'm just gonna fucking kill you and so they get into a cool fight at the ending and the way john leguizamo dies might be one of the most creative fucking deaths i've ever thought of it did you want to up to you 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 can take it or i can I'll let you explain it, and then I'll give my thoughts on it. Okay, so John Leguizamo is basically taking these fucking ice picks, and he's just he's yeah. digging them into fucking Santa Claus, and he pushes him all the way up against this stone chimney that's in the middle of nowhere, and fucking John Leguizamo's like, all right, Christmas fucking dies tonight, and Santa goes, not if you believe, and... Christmas dies tonight, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, um, and then fucking David Harbour touches his nose, because there's that whole thing about if Santa touches the side of his nose, he goes up the chimney. Fucking, he does that, and Santa takes John Leguizamo Leguizamo up the fucking chimney and his body compresses and explodes out the top and David Harbour is just holding the torso with blood everywhere raining on him and he just fucking laughs like Santa as he tosses the yeah. torso. Uh, David Harbour, like I, like we've already said, he's the best part of this movie mm-hmm. because he, he just... He's just playing Santa having a good time. Like, he's enjoying beating the shit out of these people. Exactly. Because that is his history. Now, my thoughts on the John Leguizamo thing. I thought it was cool as fuck yeah it's such a creative like way to kill somebody you would never see that in any other movie because of how creative it was but it the cg of him being pulled up did look kind of it bad. did look very bad it looked yeah. like spider-man thousand yeah yeah but it was still fucking awesome so i don't give a shit yeah and t- towards this ending also is where we get David Harbour's fake-out death, where, like, Santa's laying around, he's like, oh, my Christmas magic's run out, and you have 
the the little girl of the movie who basically Trudy. Is the, yeah, Trudy. She's the best character of the whole movie because she's so pure and innocent. Yeah. And she starts crying, and then the family goes and starts burning the fucking money. And I'm like, oh, okay, they're going with like a whole on the nose Hallmark ending with this. Yeah. And I was like, all right, this is teetering into like we don't need this because the whole movie's been like against this cheesy shit basically. Yeah, it, 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 it is like straight up TV movie. Yeah, hokey BS. But I, I kind of like it. I'm kind of against it. Like, I don't think uh, it's the greatest thing in the world or anything, but it's very funny to me that this whole action movie of the real Santa Claus beating the shit out of people, ending with this really dumb, hokey ending, is just funny to me. It's kind of funny in a way. Um, and then just turns out David Harbour's alive because of Christmas magic, which that's a reoccurring joke in the movie is, how yeah. does he do this shit? He, Christmas magic. I, he still doesn't understand no, it. <laughs> not at all. And then Santa gets in his sleigh and fucking flies away at the ending, and that's pretty much the movie. Like, I know we kind of skimmed through it and we didn't say a whole lot about it, but that's just because we're trying to just promote, go see this shit. Yeah, we gave this, we said spoilers already, so if you got to this part, you've either already seen it or you don't care about spoilers. Yeah. Uh... But yeah, definitely go see this movie. It's it's a lot of fun. Uh, the a lot of great kills. I think there was probably this mis uh, communication with the trailer where I think some people probably thought it was going to be a horror movie. Some people did. I think I that's what I initially thought when I first saw the trailer because I was like, oh, are they doing another Santa horror movie? Krampus. Uh, people like Krampus apparently. Yeah, I, I guess I haven't I, seen. I, it. I I saw it once and I just haven't revisited. Um, I was thinking more along the lines of Santa's Sleigh starring oh, Bill yeah, Goldberg. Yeah. Uh, that movie is absolute trash. But that's what I was thinking because it was a real big dude being a badass Santa. Uh, but it wasn't. It was a lot of fun, a, lot of, a really good time. Uh, definitely something to add to the Christmas rotation. Yeah, definitely. So... Uh, please support Violent Night if you can, because like I said, we don't get a lot of Christmas movies in theaters anymore, especially ones that literally are built for seasonal time. But, um, I don't know. I'm somewhere between giving this like a strong seven, maybe a light eight. I'm probably going to just stay with a seven for now. Strong seven, light eight. What are you, Anthony Fantano? Okay. You know what? Never mind. This movie gets a not good. (laughs) Uh... Yeah, I think I'm going to give this like a 7. Um, yeah. You know, not a perfect movie, but I don't think a lot of Christmas movies are perfect. Like, uh, one of my favorite Christmas story, great movie to me, but technically, no, not really that great of a movie. It's kind of not that greatest. But what about the sequel, Another Christmas Story? Oh, Christmas Story Christmas? Yeah. I'm not talking about that right now. <laughs> That's going to my letterbox. <laughs> I need to rewatch that, actually. It's hard to watch a movie when there's screaming children in the house. Yeah, I mean, that's difficult. Oh, and I, I would just like to give a shout-out to the fucking teenagers who just decided to sprint out of the movie immediately after. Yeah, they didn't even see the fucking end credits scene. With uh, Oh, fuck. There's an end credit scene. Yeah, well, just, that's all we'll say. There's an end credit scene. But there might have been another one, but we left. Before. Yeah, we, we just were like, all right, we're done. It's fucking cold. I guess it'd be a mid credit scene. A mid-credit scene for a mid-movie? Hey! Mid would be a five. That's true, it would be a five. Would be Dumbass! Five. Sorry, I got Colin the Tom Parker in the back telling me to no, hit No, no! Um, but yeah, so that'll, I guess, do it for this edition of Christmas yeah. Hayden's Entertainment Hour. Um, 
Avatar 2's next week. I don't give a fuck who wants to talk about it. Just reach out and say if you do. That movie's Avatar three two. and a half fucking Avatar two. hours. Best movie, baby. Avatar Best, 2. I, if it needs to. going to win all the Academy Awards, baby. Let's go. Avatar 2. <laughs> James Cameron, he's a god. He's a god. He understands fuck cinema. Marvel. <laughs> uh, and then Puss in Boots also. Don't forget about Puss in Boots, guys. Please. Oh, God. I have to watch all of the Shrek movies and Puss in <laughs> Boots. And Boots. And all of the Shrek shorts and Shrek Christmas special and Shrek the musical. Yeah. So there's there's a few movies left coming out, and then we'll get my top ten best and worst of the year. Don't you worry, and so will anybody else that would like to give me theirs. Um, what what was your best and worst movie of this year? I don't fucking remember what I've watched. Elvis was your favorite, I know that, and your least favorite was Everything Everywhere All at Once. Dude, I don't want to be assassinated. Have you seen Twitter? It's too late. Film Twitter's already here. They already oh, got the no. they got the red dot sights on us. We're fucked. Oh god. Oh god. But uh, we're gonna die. That that'll do it for this Christmas edition of Hayden's Entertainment Hour. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. You can't fucking say it anymore. But Merry Christmas. <laughs> According to John Leguizamo at the beginning of this movie. And when he walks up and says, Ah, Tucker Carlson told me you can't say Merry Christmas anymore. John Leguizamo walks up to the security guard watching the gate and says, Hey, Merry Christmas. Uh, can you say that anymore? I don't even I don't know. know. I watched Tim Island's new fucking Santa Claus series. <laughs> ah! uh, that'll do it for this Christmas edition of Hayden's Entertainment Hour. We'll see you guys next time. Ho, ho, ho.